I hear voices in my head. They cancel me. They understand O-Wrestling. O-Wrestling. It's the O-Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed that rendition of Voices. Uh, I'm sorry. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on any and all platforms. Today, we're talking about the return of Randy Orton. It's been prophesized. There's an ancient prophecy. Someone found a scroll uh, stuffed in a mountain, covered in water. It wasn't wet. They pulled it out and they had to read a magical incantation. And once the incantation was spoken and the eyes of the elder gods opened, the scroll was able to be read. And on it, it said, Randy will return at SummerSlam 2023. Prophesized. He is returning. The Viper is coming home to WWE. Now, I've heard so many rumors about Randy Orton's uh, return, whether he was going to be retiring soon because his back was just completely screwed up. There was uh, obviously rumors that he was coming back. There were rumors that he may have returned earlier this year. I mean, it's been swirling, y'all, swirling. But now we know for certain, I would say 95% certainty that he'll be back uh, at Survivor Series this Saturday. Now, the reason I say 95% is because on Raw, Cody Rhodes announced that their fifth member would be Randy Orton. But he never said Randy Orton. He never said who it was to begin with. He alluded to the fact that it was Randy Orton. Now, we call that plausible deniability. (laughs) I I almost feel like they're trying to hedge their bets. They're like, we didn't say it was Randy. You said it was Randy. Because what Cody did is he came out there and he's like, we're going to find our member. And I got him. And it's someone I have a legacy with. Because they did have what I would consider a really great faction back in the day, which was legacy. It was Randy Orton, Ted DiBiase, and Cody Rhodes. Uh, That was right at the beginning of Randy Orton's legend killer angle, which to this day, still one of his best storylines, him going out there just beating up old people, honestly, (laughs) just RKOing every old person he can find uh, in wrestling, not just, you know, at old folks homes or anything. Um, So, yeah, Cody made reference to Legacy. Uh, Then I think he, he made reference to Voices, the song that I so eloquently sang at the beginning of this episode. And the crowd started chanting, Randy, 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 right? And then Cody made reference to that. He said, uh, the fans are right. Um, and and then he, he threw the mic in the air, but he never spoke the words, we have Randy Orton on our team. Now, you and I know this is professional wrestling. It, it's Randy Orton, and he's coming back. But... I found it very interesting that they never said the words Randy Orton. It's um, it's very specific. And I don't know if that was a Cody thing or that was a, a, a management thing. They were like, don't actually say it's Randy. Just say, you know, all these things to allude to Randy. I, I couldn't possibly picture why Cody would do that and it not be Randy. Because Cody is the ultimate babyface. He can't be deceptive. He can't 
say one thing and then do a different thing. For instance, he couldn't allude that it was going to be Randy Orton and then bring out CM Punk, right? He couldn't allude to it being Randy Orton and then here comes uh, Ted DiBiase. He can't say, yeah, the crowd is calling for Randy and then, oops, here comes John Moxley. Like, that's not going to happen. They're not going to pull that that card. So it has to be Randy. Uh, but this is just me, honestly, just filling time. <laughs> uh, it's definitely going to be Randy. I'm excited for him to come back. Randy has had quite an illustrious career. And I was sitting down watching a clip of Randy talking to uh, Ric Flair and a dude I don't remember his name. Uh, wrestling historians would know the guy. I'm, I'm blanking on it at the moment, but Randy was talking about how he, the day he felt old was when he was eating dinner at a, a restaurant and a fan came up and said, hey man, you know, it's great to, to meet you. I used to watch you as a kid. And he looked up and it was a grown ass man with a beard. And he was like, oh man, I'm, I'm old now. Which is strange because you don't think of Randy Orton as the old guy, but then you do, right? Because I had to, I had to take a long, hard look in the mirror and say, no, you're the old guy. You too. Like, I started watching Randy not as a child. I was an adult. I was, you know, or at least cresting into adulthood. I remember very vividly him being the youngest. Uh, was he the youngest champion? Or was that Brock Lesnar? I can't remember. He started at like 19 or something in WWE. And I remember him coming in. I remember the, the countdown because he came in injured. He couldn't... Uh, he couldn't debut and wrestle, so they cut all these vignettes of him saying, you know, I'm 44%, you know, I'm 44%, uh, so, you know, rehab's going well. You'll be, you know, I'll be coming to your whatever. I'll be wrestling in front of you soon. And he cut all these promos like, I'm at 90-something percent. It was an interesting promo because I didn't know who the hell he was, and I didn't care. But the more of those promos came, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I, I want to see who this guy is. The promo worked on me. And then he showed up, and then he was mediocre, honestly. But who isn't when they first start professional wrestling? He wasn't particularly interesting. Honestly, Randy Orton didn't get interesting until he got the RKO. His uh, overdrive finisher when he first started was one of the worst finishers I've ever seen. Uh, it's right up there with the Miz's finish, which I find, the skull crushing finale, I find it to be one of the worst finishing moves of all time. <laughs> so that and overdrive were very confusing moves. And I remember playing SmackDown and looking at Randy Orton's finish and being like, who would ever, why would you ever pick this finish? The moment he got the RKO, he was rocketed to the stratosphere. It's amazing what a, ama what a great finish can do to a wrestler. It changed his whole dynamic. He wrestled around that versus uh, what he was doing before. Like his whole moveset changed, his whole demeanor changed, his that's when the Viper came out. He's like, I can hit this from anywhere. I can, I can, uh, I can get anybody with it. It can happen at the drop of a hat. You know, the, the, a Viper's strike. Uh, it could be very fast and a potent, and you, it would, you know, they're gonna kick out. They're not gonna kick out. It made Randy Orton a superstar, and then they put him in Evolution, and then you know he went on to just become the legend that he was trying to kill in the in Legacy. Honestly. Um, and I think, I think it's easy to say Randy gets all the flowers, right? People love Randy Orton. Randy Orton is an incredible wrestler, and apparently he's become a really, really nice guy. 
um, as he's gotten older. But I don't think people truly appreciate how often Randy Orton put the company on his back and carried it. He might not be the most flamboyant champion, but he's definitely a good champion. And they haven't given him the title in a while, but whenever he has it, you believe that Randy Orton should have the title, regardless if you like whatever his title run is. He can certainly hold the belt and carry the company for a while. So the fact that the last time he was in the company, he was teamed with Matt Riddle and they were holding the, the tag championships and you believed it, that that RK bro was a thing that a force to be reckoned with uh, is, is a, a large part due to Randy Orton playing along with Matt Riddle. Um, I think Randy Orton has done a lot for WWE. And when he decides to retire, which should be soon because apparently his back is not great, uh, we're, we're all going to stand up and clap. That's a hall. That's a first ballot Hall of Famer right there. Survivor Series is literally around the corner. Hopefully they give Randy some protection, not let him take too many bumps. He's definitely going in last. You know this. And my guess, my ultimate guess is he's going to turn on Cody so that they can have a program going into the new year into Royal Rumble which gives Cody a nice adversary to go up against and then puts him on the path to WrestleMania. What do you think the plan for Randy Orton is? Let me know in the comments. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. This has been the O Wrestling Podcast and don't you ever forget. I'm your friend but if I ever see you in the ring I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.